Hey, what's up guys? Jordan Anderson here, and welcome to another episode of the Jordan P. Anderson Podcast. A uh, question I want to pose to you guys is how much is too much content? I've kind of wrestled with this over the last couple of years um, with daily vlogs and daily emails and posting three times a day or, you know, asking these questions like how much is too much um, and does it hurt your brand? Does it help your brand? What are the long-term effects? What are the short-term effects? Let's kind of let's kind of dive into it. Um, so, is there such a thing as too much content? Short answer: No. I don't think that I. I think you pro. There's, yeah. Short answer: No. You cannot create too much content, whether it's photos, videos, blogs, newsletters, podcasts, videos, online courses, tutorials. Uh, just you know. Handwritten letters, all, all of its content, and I don't think you can produce too much of it. I say that because one, I think it's true, and because two, I don't want you to get into the idea that you should kind of limit yourself or that you should kind of um, – that the idea of one piece of content a day or one piece of content a week is better than three pieces of content a day. I mean it's like – because how these machines are set up, and when I say machines, I mean how social media is set up, is – they need you to fill the pipeline. They need you to shove as much shit <laughs> into the pipeline, send it out to people, share it with people as possible. And they and some of these platforms reward those who, you know, stuff the pipelines full of content that are posting all the time, that are posting consistently. Those types of accounts get rewarded. Uh, if you post inconsistently or you don't post enough or you don't post a lot, then the platform kind of treats you as a, eh, whatever. Okay, we get it that you have an account technically, but you're not a primary priority account user. So, um, but let me, you know, maybe speak from past experience, you know, is posting every day, like when when is too much, when does too much content turn into a bad thing for your audience, you know? From personal experience, I think I did this maybe two, three years ago. One person I followed, they posted, and maybe it wasn't even their fault. Maybe it was the algorithm's fault. But I saw that I saw that they posted three times in one day on Instagram. And maybe just how the algorithm served it up, and it's, it was three posts in a row. So maybe what I... In the moment, I thought they had just posted, 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 all within back to back to back in the same, you know, within the same two minute time frame. And I just saw all three posts and I swiped and swiped. I was like, what the hell? Like, I, I don't want to see all your stuff all at once. This is too much. Clicked on the guy, unfollowed, and I was like, that's enough. Too much, too much of this. I don't want the fire hose of whatever you're putting out. I just want a little bit at a time. So that's one anecdote. And maybe, and also thinking about it, that is. Maybe that was Instagram too. So, as one anecdote of, uh, you know, and I've I've even heard about the same thing on YouTube that if you post too many videos on YouTube, or if you post, if you kind of do, you know, some people do batching, which is great. It's a great thing to do. But some people will batch all their content and then they will batch upload, meaning they'll just if they record ten videos all at once, so they'll upload 10 videos all at once and not space it out or put any kind of scheduling in between. They'll just upload 10 videos at once. The downside I see to that is, I mean, especially in the present moment, the downside I see to it 
is that not all your users are going to be able to, one, see all that content, or they're not even going to be able to interact or watch all that content at once. I mean, some, a very few percentage of your subscribers are going to be able to see, say you posted a 10, 10 minute videos, a hundred, you know, a hundred minutes of content on YouTube. They might not be able to watch all of that, or just based on the nature of the feed, those 10 videos get shoved down further, further down the feed. And what could have been like one video a day for 10 days, it just all got shoved, you know, and all just basically got treated as one piece of content and got shoved at the very bottom. So, so there's kind of a debate. It's like, you know, what is the pacing? What, how much should you, what, what's the breathing room that you should give in between your content? And then at the core question, how much content should you be producing a day? How much should you be producing a week? I say on this, the second question is, you know, how much content should you be producing a day or a week? Whatever you feel comfortable with or whatever you can do for the longest and consistent time. I, in the past, have been wildly inconsistent like i i've gone what i used to have a, a nice video workflow set up for youtube and that was kind of my past channel i won't say past it's still the current channel but in 2017 2018 i had a nice video workflow i would you know make videos on the weekend upload them consistently and then it just kind of fell off and i've i've fallen off in the last couple years in being consistent so because the the workflow changed, my lifestyle changed. So in you know, you have to find a workflow that works for you, where you're able to do something consistently, and and I don't and it doesn't have to be the highest quality, doesn't have to be the best production value, but there's got to be some kind of content that you can create at least once a week, consistently, that you can put out into the world. Now, is doing something every day more valuable than doing something once a week? Yes, I would say so, because you're. Uh, if someone doesn't see you on Monday, at least they might be have the chance to see you on Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday. Whereas if you're posting only once a week on Monday, then that's the one shot they have. If they don't see you on Friday, if they don't see you on Monday, they're not going to see you on Friday or Thursday. Um, so there's kind of there's a benefit, obviously, to posting more and posting more content uh, through all you know on all the social media platforms. Uh, but it's you know if it's not for you, if it's like if you know, it's uh, if it's not in your kind of workflow or in your desire to post uh, every single day, then you got to find something that works for you. You got to find uh, some kind of workflow pattern where you're able to make the content, make it, and then make it digestible in the time in this in between the spaces. So, if you're posting something every day, you need to make it easily digestible in a single day so that when you post the next piece of content on the next day, they're not playing catch up. They're not, you know, oh, hey, you know, it's like uh, the argument, you know, some, some like Joe Rogan podcast, for example, like a three-hour podcast and another three-hour podcast and another three-hour podcast all in one day or in, within a two-day span, you, I, I don't know who can listen to all three of those, you know, the nine hours of content in those two days or in those three days, it might take you a week just to listen to one episode. Um, so that's, so, but that's one argument. The other argument is, and I, and I call this, you know, I'm trying to play around with this metaphor is that the present moment that your present current users don't matter as much as your future users. 
Because think about it. None of the content that you post, none of the stuff that is published ever goes away. It's staying up there, folks. It's not getting deleted. It's not fading away. It, you know, it's up there. So the videos that you post now, is it, you know, should you care more about your current present users or should you care more about your future audience or the people that will find your work in a year from now, find your work two years from now? My most popular video right now, I made in 2017. I did not think that that would be the most popular video and still be the most popular video in 2020. So it's, so maybe there's a, I'm kind of leaning towards this argument that it's okay. Maybe, you know, if this is your argument and this is the mindset you're taking, it's okay to post 10 videos in a day. It's okay to overwhelm your present current audience because they don't matter as much as your future audience. Yeah, I, and I don't mean like that. I don't mean they, they don't matter. But when you ha, you know you post 10 videos, those videos are going to stay up on the internet forever. So if, when someone comes back two years from now, three years from now, and they're searching for that same topic, they're able to find that maybe those 10 videos are all related. Maybe they're, they're able to find that piece of content down the road. So it, it helps to kind of look towards the future when you're posting this content because, you know, you're building – you're trying to build like these little mountains of, of content, maybe not little mountain. You're trying to build a mountain of content, but you have to do it every day. You have to do it consistently. You have to do it brick by brick, stone by stone, whatever metaphor you want to insert there. And it's not going to happen overnight. So it's going to take some time. It's going to take consistent effort over and over. Um, but let me go back to the metaphor I was thinking about for the future. And, and maybe this will help kind of illuminate the, the kind of point I'm trying to make. Each piece of content that you create is a seed that you put in the ground. The seed that you put in the ground is not for you. And it's not for the person who's walking right behind you on the trail. It's for, the, it's for your past self who's going to walk this same path. So I, I, I've told people when they create content, create, there's, you know, there's four kind of categories you can create. Uh, your content for there's kind of the aspirational person there's the foundational perspective you know audience members there's the future there's your future self you can make content of you know what your future self will need or you can make content for your past self what your past self needed but you now have the answers that you if you were you know what content can you create right now if you were to go back in time or what what answers do you have now that you didn't have two or three years ago that you really would have wished you'd known the answer back then. That's the type of content you should be making. That though, if you have questions, if you had questions when you know three years ago, five years ago, ten years ago, what did my twenty-year-old self? What did my eighteen-year-old self? What were they asking? What deep questions did they have about uh, their industry? What questions did they have about their education? What questions did they have about their career? Answer those questions now. Create that content because more because you're not unique. You're gonna. There are other people that are gonna walk your same path. That are gonna have your same career hiccups. That are gonna at the age of this, at the age of thirty, at the age of twenty-five, they're gonna experience this same exact part of the arc of their career, part of the problems of their industry. They're gonna run into these same problems. So make the content for their for the future. 
make make the content for the future version of your past self. Does that follow? Does that make sense? You think you want to, you know, there is the 18 year old version out there of you that is going through the same exact career path, educational path, industry path, and there are they've got the same problems you had when you were 18. They got the same problems that you had when you were, you know, all the, so make the content for those people. So, and this is kind of why. And, okay, and that and that's let's kind of pull back out of that for a second. So based off all that, based on that kind of idea of you know planting the seed in the ground for your future self or your, or your past self, the future version of your past self. There you go. Uh, the que- the question that we started with is how much is too much content. And if you're going off that idea, if you're going off that philosophy or that outlook, then there isn't such thing as too much content because make, you know, whatever, make 100 pieces of content right now and don't make any for the rest of the year. And in two or three years from now, okay, now you have 100 pieces of content still out there, still floating around for, you know, the future version of your past self. So that's, you know, that's one way to look at it. So, you know, I've started to post uh I've started to put out daily emails, but these daily emails, I've got, I'm trying to split these two questions of how much is too much, how much can be absorbed right now, but also what's going to be helpful for people in the future. I post a daily email where we talk about strategy, where we talk about marketing, we talk about branding, but it, I make it digestible so that everyone currently can keep up with it. So, you know, it doesn't take them more than two to three minutes to read it and absorb it. And they they get a quick little fact, a quick little tidbit, and they're ready for the next one tomorrow. But if someone were to go back and to look at the archives, eventually there's going to be hundreds of articles, hundreds of pieces of content of, of information that they can go back and look at. And it's going to be all helpful to them. And then they can kind of start back from episode one all the way up to the current episode and and still follow that same path, that same trajectory. Or if they want to jump in the mix and get back into the present moment on the daily emails, they can do that as well. You kind of, it's, so, so let's kind of wrap up here. The questions you want to ask is, you know, is there such thing as too much content? I don't think so. Are you giving your current people enough time to absorb your content? I'll let you decide that. Are you turning off people in the present in order to satisfy or serve the people that you want to hope to help in the future? That's another question for you to answer there. Okay. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, This episode ran a little bit long, um, but it's some kind of helpful thoughts to think about because, you know, making your content is not just about you know, oh, sharing some helpful advice or sharing something cool that you thought about. It's about uh, it's about really thinking deep about what it is you're doing, why you're doing this, and how can you do it better in the future. So, all right, all in there. Thanks for listening, guys. And we'll, uh, yeah, I'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to the Jordan P. Anderson podcast. Before we swipe away and go on to the next episode. I want you guys to go to jordanpanderson.com to sign up for my daily newsletter where we're talking about strategy, marketing, branding for creative small businesses. So if you're a creative small business, I want you guys to sign up at jordanpanderson.com. I'll see you there.